Hello, sweet sisters, and welcome to Cosmic Conceptions, a place where we acknowledge that women are of nature and the stars. My name is Athena, and I'll be your guide as we explore esoteric transmissions on fertility astrology, conscious conceptions, women's health, and more. Here we will not shy away from the radical, the controversial, or the spiritual. So grab your tea and let's get cosmic. Greetings, everyone. How are you? I am just popping in really quickly before we get into the meat of this episode because I forgot to mention a few things. So the first thing is that this episode is going to be accompanied by some bonus material. If you are completely new to astrology and you've never even downloaded your own natal chart before, I have recorded a short tutorial with video and audio to show you how to acquire that. The how to down or oh, sorry, how to calculate your fertile moon phase PDF, which is also linked in the show notes and is something that we talk about in this episode, also shows you how to do that. But of course, it's static and you know within a, a virtual PDF page. So depending on how you learn, whether you want to just read about the step by step instructions or you want to visually watch me take you through astro.com and how to acquire your chart, as well as how to acquire transits because that part is not in the PDF, then you're going to want to hop into the show notes and take a peek at that video. It's really short, really quick, um, and it will provide you with what you need to get a copy of your own chart and learn how to check out your transits. So the other thing that I didn't mention at the end of this episode is that I am running a sale on Infertile Moon, my signature offering for one-on-one fertility astrology counseling. If it sounds interesting to you and you think that a discount would be supportive for you in your current financial picture, then please go ahead and take $75 off that offering with the code podcast until August 1st. Okay, and the other thing that I wanted to mention too is just to um, reaffirm that what we're getting into here today is like super, super introductory and was really only covering the fertile moon phase. But I do want you to be aware that there are a lot of other transits that go into the full picture of the art of fertility astrology. And we will be getting into those transits in future episodes. But I just wanted to bring that to your attention because there could be a lot more going on for you in your chart rather than just being aware of your cyclical monthly fertile lunar window, right? So maybe if you're getting into this work or maybe you're trying to have a baby, let's say this is where it's going to be the most, you know, present for you and you're trying during your lunar windows, but nothing is happening. Don't get discouraged. There are so many other um, parts of your chart that could be indicating what is going on there. In addition to, of course, you being a human being um, who is in relationship with her emotional body and natural body uh, and the earth body. So yeah, there are many layers to this practice and I do hope that by making these short and sweet episodes, we are introducing you into the process one step at a time so it's not too overwhelming. 
But yeah, just keep that in mind that there's a lot more to it than just your fertile moon phase. Although knowing and understanding your fertile moon phase is really potent uh, and magical medicine. So that being said, I hope you enjoy the episode. And if you have any questions, please leave them in the comments. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about fertility astrology. What is fertility astrology? So my definition of fertility astrology is a focus or study of astrology that interprets celestial events and their impact on human fertility and conception. I think a lot of us are mostly familiar with pop astrology or psychological astrology. It's basically the field of astrology that teaches us how our planetary placements in our natal chart at the moment of our birth influence things like our personality, um, how we communicate, what we have come into this life to do or achieve, maybe where we have come from in a past life, different aspects about how we attract things or how we communicate or what kind of events we'll have in our life, stuff like that. That is what we are kind of most familiar with when we think about astrology or maybe even beyond that, how astrology impacts global events and things of that concern. But there is this other lesser known branch of astrology called medical astrology. Now, medical astrology goes way back to even the Babylonian Babylonian era in which civilizations were beginning to understand that not only did astrological placements have an impact on earthly events and the seasons and fertility and things like that, um, but that they also had an association with the human body. And maybe in another episode, we can dive deeper into the details of medical astrology. But for today's purpose, we're just going to focus on the subsect of that, which is fertility astrology. Now, fertility astrology is a little bit of a newer, much newer addition to the field of astrology. It came about through the research that a Dr. Eugen Jonas was conducting in, I believe, the 1950s. So you can see that in comparison to the vast history of medical astrology, that fertility astrology is quite new. And in a previous episode, we did talk about how a lot of cultures um, and a lot of our ancestors did have an understanding that the moon in particular greatly influenced our fertility and our growing seasons and things of that nature. So it's not like this body of work is totally out of left field or unexpected. I believe there's um, a quote from Babylonian and Assyrian astrologers who wrote that woman is fertile during a certain phase of the moon. So there is a lot um, of kind of... uh, old world knowledge that has come into this more newer research in terms of the very specific details of fertility astrology. And a lot of that was channeled through this individual, Dr. Eugen Jonas, um, whose research then went on to influence uh, a surprising number of of colleagues uh, in the industry at that time who were intrigued by the work that he was doing, which is sort of surprising, even though he did, you know, meet with a lot of 
um, how would you say <laughs> he wasn't taken very seriously uh, from a number of 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 individuals and and people within the yeah the more conventional medical field and if you really want to get nerdy about it and dive deeper into it I'm going to reference you once again to the lunar cycle which was written by Francesca Naish. Judith Hill also teaches on the history of fertility astrology, uh, but I'm not certain if she has a, a, another reference book for, for that. So yeah, I get a lot of my information out of the lunar cycle, which documents uh, in great detail the research that was going on at the time. But I think the most impressive figure that I will read for you out of this book uh, came out of Jonas's clinic called Astra International, a private clinic in Vienna where, uh, here, I'll just read you the quote. If the ovulation cycle is disregarded completely and abstinence only occurs on the lunar fertile days, their, their clients experience that contraception was still 80 to 85% reliable. So we're talking women who are now planning their contraception around only their fertile moon phases, not when they're actually ovulating and their contraceptive methods were still 80 to 85% reliable. And there's a lot of other figures in this book as well. If, like I said, if you're interested um, in looking into that, I also have another figure here through Judith Hill's research of working with couples for many, many years in which she stated that uh, women are 80% more likely to get pregnant on their astrological fertility dates than the dates of their physical ovulation. So you can see how this information would be really important for women to have, not just if you're trying to call in a baby and are maybe having difficulties and therefore need to look into aligning um, your conception attempts with your fertile moon phase, but especially if you're trying not to have a baby. We all know that woman who got pregnant on birth control. I think a lot of these kind of freak conception <laughs> events where you, we, 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 the woman just does not know how it happened um, end up being when we are astrologically fertile. So this is something that we really want to pay attention to. Now, when we're looking at our fertility astrology, and I, and I talk about this a little bit in the previous episode when I explain what cosmic fertility is, when we're exploring our fertility astrology, the first thing that we are going to be looking at is our fertile moon phase. So your fertile moon phase occurs when the angle between the sun and the moon is the same as it was during the moment you were born. Ultimately, this angle, sometimes sometimes called the fertile arc, is um, going to ultimately translate into a moon phase. So really common ones that we know about are the full moon, the new moon, the first quarter moon, the last quarter moon. But each of these moon phases have more specificity to them when you're looking at the exact degree that the moon is is in its position in your natal chart at the moment that you were born. And we want to really look at those details, especially if you're trying to call in a conception and are maybe having difficulties and that is going to matter for you. But for general purposes, if you have a really clean fertile arc and it makes like 
an exact full moon or an exact new moon or any of the other phases, it might be easier for you to not need to do specific calculations every time you're trying to figure out when this fertile window is. So this moment, this fertile arc that occurs, this fertile moon phase, triggers a fertile window within you that influences your ability to conceive regardless of where you are in your hormonal cycle. Now, some people might say, Athena, how is that possible? It can't really be that serious, but it is. (laughs) And there are ways in which we can explain this through science. So there's actually four ways that the moon um, can potentially affect fertility and the human body. The first is gravity. So gravitational pull on fluids. This influence can impact the behavior of the water within our cells and literally pull on our ovaries and release her eggs. The second is electromagnetism, um, being interconnected with our planet and neighboring celestial bodies through electromagnetism may be at the root of actually many astrological influences on the body and its healing and vitality. Another way is through light. We know that the light of a full moon communicates with the hypothalamus and pituitary glands through the optic nerve, producing higher amounts of follicular, sorry, follicle stimulating hormone and therefore impacting our hormonal cycles. A fourth way is through ionization. So waxing and full moons increase the number of positive ions in the atmosphere while waning and new moons increase negative ions. So these ions impact uh, the weather expression on the planet and it also impacts how we experience things within our human bodies. I also am now coming into the understanding that there's probably a quantum physics aspect to how astrology works, but I'm still kind of teasing out how I want to explain that and maybe we'll get into it in a future episode. All that being considered, I want to read to you a few testimonials that have come in through Instagram of women who are experiencing their cosmic fertility. So one woman said, I had a really potent inner summer this cycle twice, once during the ovulatory phase, and then I felt that energy come through again for about two days during my fertile moon phase. Another woman said, this is wild. I just checked my current pregnancy and my first pregnancy and both were conceived during the waxing crescent, which I just learned from your PDF is my fertile moon window. Another woman wrote in saying, I never really resonated with bleeding with the new moon, full moon, and the desire to sink with either. I checked my natal moon and now understand that I ovulate with my natal moon. And then I checked the date from when I conceived a pregnancy I released a few years ago. And yes, it was also on my natal moon. Now, if you're wondering how all of these women seem to magically know what their fertile moon phases are, I'll tell you how they know. They know because I have an incredible free PDF that you can download from my website. It's literally called How to Calculate Your Fertile Moon Phase. And even if you're absolutely 100% new to astrology, you've never even looked up your own natal chart, this PDF will explain to you how to do that, as well as how to calculate your fertile moon phase so that you can begin on your journey in incorporating 
incorporating cosmic fertility into your life. Now, in the next episode, I'm also going to be verbally and visually walking you through that PDF. So if you're more of an auditory or a visual learner, um, that is coming up. I do recommend that you download the PDF so that you can follow along with me um, in real time. Now, if this is all sounding very interesting to you, but maybe you just have no desire to do the calculations yourself, or maybe you're in the middle of your own cosmic conception journey and you are really looking for guidance or really looking for a way in which you can start attempting to conceive in alignment with your fertile moon phases, I do have a one-on-one offering called Infertile Moon. It's fertility astrology and earth-based medicine counseling for women on cosmic conception journeys. So through this portal, we will get to work together one-on-one. I'm going to do all the calculations for you and provide you with a fertile transit report that will tell you when your fertile moon phases are going to be occurring for the next six months out from our appointment, as well as what your other fertility transits are going to look like during those fertile windows. I know today we just kind of touched on the fertile moon phase and I introduced you to fertility astrology, but beyond the moon, there There's a lot more that goes into how the celestial bodies are influencing your perceived fertility or infertility as well as that of your partners. So through this portal, you will be able to have access to what I call a fertile transit report. And like I said, it's going to give you your fertile moon phase windows, the dates, as well as any favorable or unfavorable transits that are occurring for both you and your partner. Now, within this offering, we're also going to be sitting down together for 90 minutes. So it's a pretty good chunk of time in which I can review with you your fertile transit report, educate you on how to use this information. We can also review your whole chart holistically, and I can give you some um, more medical astrology based information on how you can support your unique constitution as it was imprinted upon by the cosmos at the moment of your birth and touch base with you on what your lifestyle does look like. Like I said, this is includes earth based medicine counseling. So I'm going to be discussing with you things like what your relationship with light looks like, what your relationship with sleep looks like, what your relationship with food looks like, what your relationship with your partner looks like, what are the psychological subconscious programs that are running in the background while you journey through this season of your life. All of this stuff really comes together to provide radically holistic support that I believe women in the preconception and infertile space are currently not receiving from many other providers. So I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes if that sounds interesting to you. And of course, you can always touch base for me with me and ask more questions about that. And as we move forward in future episodes, we're going to get a little bit deeper into some of these other aspects to your fertile journey, such as what I mentioned um, within the earth-based medicine realm, some of these other transits that impact your fertility, and more on uh, our programming, right? Like our psychology. Psychology, the psychology and the, the energetic resonance of our emotional body really also has an impact on how we experience a cosmic conception journey. So I really look forward to having those discussions with you and I look forward to talking with you next time. Mm-hmm.